My name is Paul, and I'm a comic book geek. My name is Hugh, and I'm an all-purpose geek. My name is Corbs, and I'm a sports geek. My name is Jack, I'm a history geek. This is GeekPod. edition of GeekPod. I'm your host, Paul. I'm Hugh. Welcome back, Hugh. Hey, it's great to be back. Just think, you actually missed your first episode of GeekPod. Yeah, that's, that is the first one. I've, well, I missed the convention last year. That's true. But I, I, I forgot about that. I think I've been here a week at that time. It's not Wednesday. Yes. Uh, what's up, so, yeah. Today is not Wednesday. So, do you want to talk to me about it? Tell me what I missed? Do you want to get right into that, or do you want to save that for a little bit in? Let them realize, or let everyone know exactly why they're hearing background noise yet again on GeekPod. You know, that is probably a really good idea. We are currently sitting at a beautiful table in the uh, Syracuse PowerCon at the uh, Holiday Inn Liberty. You know, this, uh, we're going to be recording here live today. There are tons of people here. Uh, lots of merchandise, lots of merchants. Uh, great stuff, and I'm very excited to be here. This is the first one of these that I've been able to do. For PowerCon, this is, this is GeekPod's first as well. GeekPod has not been here as an official presence before. Um, we were good enough to be granted a, a spot at the big kids table um, by the, the show's promoter, Mr. Teddy Haynes. So thank you for that, Ted. We appreciate that. We may even possibly get him to hop in and Talk with us. That would be pretty cool. Now, we are over here in uh, the corner next to our city's table. Uh, so you said Jeff is going to be here today? I believe Jeff is supposed to be here today. I believe there will be a Wacken sighting. Because when I saw uh, his name on those little cards on those three tables, I just figured, you know, Jeff is so awesome, we needed three tables to sit. Right. Just to, yeah. <laughs> just to absorb the greatness that is the Watkins. Oh, I like that. We should use that on a regular basis. The Watkin? Yeah. <laughs> I don't know. It, that kind of has the same kind of feel as uh, giving the old Ray Richards, so I'm not sure. <laughs> okay, maybe. Uh, but yeah, there's a lot of stuff going on today. Uh, we have uh, talked with uh, J.J. Hirschfeld from Star Trek Deep Space Nine. We're going to be sitting down with Joe Hirschfeld. He's a local artist. Captain Cuse, yes. That's alright. As long as you don't do that to him, we're, yeah. we're good to go. <laughs> you can offend him while he's not here, but that's okay. Uh, which also, uh, I walked by his uh, table, we introduced ourselves, and the man has some fantastic drawings of some classic Universal monsters, plus all the doctors from Doctor Who. So, um, if you aren't able to be here today, by all means, check out his website. I'm sure he sells stuff there. Oh, without a doubt. Uh, yeah, some great, especially yeah, that guy, Frankenstein. And Phenomenal stuff. Phenomenal. Yeah. I have some of his stuff in my own personal collection at home. I, I think I will after today. I'm sure you will. <laughs> <laughs> Man, so, these things are bad for my bank account. Oh, I know. I know. So I think it goes without saying that what has us geeked is being like official guests of a comical convention. Absolutely. I'd be geeked if I was just here. You know, if yeah. I paid to get in the door. Because this is just cool anyway. Now, I, I've been to conventions before, but not an actual comic book convention. Now, I was telling you some people up here, years ago they used to hold Star Trek conventions here. And uh, they use a larger space because they had you know, this to talk and stuff like that. But knowing we're going to come here today kind of reawaken a lot of memories for me. Because I have a lot of fond memories. It's something my mother and I did together. She's the one that got me into Star Trek. And, and we're coming here. I autographs from the Jonathan Frey. John all, all sorts of uh, Star Trek races. Yeah, she was. She did an appearance. Uh, so a lot of memories in this particular version kind of tied to this genre type stuff. Now this is the first time I've gone to a more general kind of convention. Um, 
I miss the old Star Trek ones, but I can understand why they, they can't really pull it in. Oh, yeah. They can't yeah. pull a building with just that anymore. Right. Not, not in this town, anyway. Yeah. I mean, bigger cities, yeah, we could probably get away with that there. Here, not so much. Yeah. Well, a lot of it has to do with the fact that we get from the property as well. You know, some of the place dies down. There's people that are always going to go to everyone that they can drive to. Right. Um, but for everybody else, there has to be something that's present in their mind, something they're watching or seeing on a regular basis. So I get it. It's nice that this, we still have this kind of general all-purpose opportunity to um, do this kind of thing to get like-minded people together, which you know, there's just not enough of this. Oh, no. Not enough of issues. It'd be nice if we could just come in and talk our comic shops and some people do that, but uh, I think a lot of people would feel uh, weird if they just walked in and started talking to somebody. Or Cloud City, they do make you feel pretty good. Yes, they do not have customers, they have friends. Yes. That is their slogan. Well, they, I'm thinking they need to start paying us, because we've definitely pushed them a lot. Well, they, they've been good to us. You know, they're sounds, very good to us. Yeah, it sounds like, a, like we're pandering to them, but it really comes down to the fact that they've uh, and just team have done a lot for us. They've helped us out uh, with everything from DeepCod to the charity that I was working on, which is all we introduced at DeepCod and we talked about it. It was completely sound. They're good people. And, you know, if someone takes care of you, you take care of them. That's right. One hand washes the other. I scratch your back, you scratch mine. I don't know how many other. Come on, keep going. I can throw I want to see there. how many you can come up with. Give me time to Google. <laughs> <laughs> we don't have time to Google. We're working now. That's right. Just no googling at work. So, let's tell everybody why you were unavailable for the show. The reason I was not able to make it uh, to the premiere was because uh, that's that's the only one we didn't record while I was actually gone gone, right? Right, but no, I was alluding to your being gone gone. That's uh, okay. That, that's the story I want you to really tell. Yeah. Um, I was on a vacation. I went on a cruise with my uh, my wife, my uh, four year old, my thirteen year old uh, to the Bahamas. Uh, went on Carnival Cruise, uh, the uh, Carnival Pride. Uh, it was a fun trip. Uh, I discovered it is. I, I kind of envisioned the four-year-old would be, oh my God, like, this, this is just like the coolest thing ever. And a 13-year-old would be very thankful for being taken on a really cool vacation. The four-year-old was as naughty as she's ever been, and the 13-year-old was moody and grumpy for half the time. The other half the time, she enjoyed herself. But I was like, you know, really, would you rather be at home on your iPad in your bedroom? Yeah. Yeah. I was like, I'm kidding me. So I sort of feel like I wasted about $1,000 or the 2000 the cost to go do it. Um, but it was still a good vacation with the family. They were good moments. Just saying, you know who would have been really grateful and I had a really good time on the ship with you? Paul. Yes. <laughs> you know, that might have been weird if I'd gone to my wife and said, yeah, uh, how many, can, can Paul come on the cruise with us? I'm thinking, and rightfully so, that would have been a big old negative. Yeah, I, I, and again, I also would understand that. There wouldn't have been enough room in the cabin for you. I am sure. Now, my mother-in-law came with us as well. She had her own room because she has a thing about She has to sleep alone because she's smart and she's neurotic a bit um, at her age. Uh, but the rest of us were all packed into one room. Now, and those rooms are not large rooms. They are not. Now, I did get a picture, Paul. Did you put that picture up on the side of the site? It has not been, but now that you've pushed it, it will, it's going to happen. We have a lot of pictures that need to go up on the site. Yeah. Um, I did represent Geekpod while I was there. There's a picture of me in my Geekpod shirt uh, at the Atlantis, Ho Atlantis Hotel and Resort in Minnesota. Uh, I'll tell you this. I chose that day to wear that shirt because I wanted to get a picture in the nicest location. It was about 96 <laughs> degrees, and I was wearing a black t-shirt. Yes. What, what you don't know is today I'm wearing my Geekpod t-shirt. You know, it still smells like sunscreen. And it's been washed really? twice. Nice. Yeah, that, that's, that's how much I sweat that day. I can, I can imagine, yeah. But I did that for everybody out there. Go ahead and you know what? All five of them appreciate it. <laughs> that's fantastic. <laughs> <laughs> with the numbers we pull now, can we still get away with that joke? I, I don't think so. Um, what are, what are we at? We're, we're still dropping about 3,000 per episode. So 3, thank you to everyone yes. listening out there. That's so um, crazy. 3,000 yeah. people per episode. Yes. And, and I'm not saying that, you know, it wouldn't hurt you to drop us a line and tell us that you're listening. You know, I'm still going that route. You know, you know I've actually given this a thought while we were gone. I had some time to think about it. And while it bothered me at first that we have great numbers, but not a lot of interaction, you know what would be worse? A lot of interaction. With five people. people. Yes. 
Not so, that we would not appreciate those we, 10 we people. We would, but I'm just going to say, you know what, thank you. Um, maybe they just can't think of anything to say because we covered it so well. No, I don't think so. Yes, that's what I'm going with. Well, you know what, a lot of people do. A lot of people have a key podcast and they, they just download automatically and they listen to them when they get time. Maybe it's just a matter of things yeah, aren't no, uh, topical so. at that point. Hi. You know, I, How are you? In which we've gotten better about that. Yeah, we, we have, but we, it may not be topical yeah. by the time they get to it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, good so, point. So you know what? Because I've been there. Yeah. yeah. I, I'm not going to stress uh, about it. Uh, no. As long as you know that's all right here. Well, yes and no. Well, as you, far as I, this part, I, of I know what you mean. Yeah, it's it's not just about numbers, but okay, cool. Um, hey guys, they are nice. Not too bad. If they like, you guys want to come over and talk? <laughs> come on, okay, you, you look like you're ready to do it. Okay, turn, turn on the mic. Have a seat. We are gonna start person on the street interviews right now. We absolutely are. That's what we're here for. Go to it. That's right. That's exactly why we're here. My name's you. Hello. Uh, this, is, this is Paul. We are Kufan. You guys want to take a card. Uh, we are a uh, podcast. We're based out of here in Central New York, and we're just here to uh, talk to people. We're going to talk to some of the guests. Uh, we're recording live. Uh, what brought you here? Um, my dad found the ad online. I thought you were going to say my dad brought me to the Centennial Design. I really thought he was going to go with it. See, that's where I would have went with it, too. <laughs> yeah. Can you get a little closer to the microphone? Okay. So what's your name? Uh, Connor Mooney. Connor Mooney. Uh, so, what, what are your interests here today? I mean, what is it you're looking for? Um, probably Dungeons and Dragons, Magic the Gathering, things like that. That's awesome. I know, I, I just fist bumped. Yeah, well, you know, it's, it's great for us yeah, having you to up with this kind of stuff. Um, to see the younger wrong. generation, you know, into that. I can remember, you, you probably remember stuff? this. I don't know about you, but I got beat up for a senior doctor who would go to school. Now I can do it. <laughs> they have a table waiting for me. So, you saying, you know, you're here for Dungeons and Dragons, that is so awesome. Um, do you play with the family? Um, yeah, like, my brother and my best friend and I play sometimes, my, yeah. dad, my dad my brother and I play sometimes, and my stepdad and various people too. So that's fantastic. We don't see as much DMV these days. No, and it's a shame. There needs to be more. Yes, back on the top, back on the tabletop too, not in front of a video screen. Yeah, exactly. Well, I, I think the magic problem is some of that audience. Oh, yeah, I'm not. Uh, it's a lot easier to set up and just put as much preparation uh, on the behalf of the Dungeon Master. I'm really impressed. Yeah, that's uh, awesome. I, uh, what about you? I see you got a Star Trek comic. I'm so happy that it's making TV. Um, well, that's my brother got that. I got the. Which one is that? Which one do you have there? Let me see. See, that gets panned. It's certainly not as bad as the one that was out earlier this year. Now, did you pick so. that up at the table when you came in? Yeah. Okay, he's good. He didn't actually pay money for it. So. Yeah. He, he dodged a bullet there. Really. Hey, I did pay money for that. <laughs> Twice. This is more about me than it does about him. Well, yeah, I saw in the theater, and then I still bought the DVD. <laughs> but... Uh, I, I'm sorry, we can devote a whole episode to therapy. Right. <laughs> but you know what? You'll at least get what you paid for out of it. So, <laughs> you can't go wrong with that. That's right. It's not that bad. It's not that bad. There's worse. Yeah, I know. We got this bin too. It is actually. I don't know if they'll let us. No, it's fine. Yeah, because otherwise. Just walk in and get a ticket. Yeah, but they wouldn't get the free price. So. Right. Why you get your stuff? I hear it. It's not exactly free. Well, that's true. Seven dollars to get in. But, but you're paying for the ticket to get in. You could pay for the ticket and not get something free at the door. So it is. I guess. You got to look at the bright side of that, man. Life of Brian, has you ever seen Life of Brian, Monty Python? Mm-hmm. No, that's no, a blast. Yeah, my, yes, it is. I have seen I told my mother-in-law that while we were on our cruise. Didn't help. No. No, no, she still can't look at the bright side of that. <laughs> there you go. Well, I don't want to hold you guys up too much, but thank you very much for sitting down and talking with us. It was good meeting you. Thank you. Nice meeting you too. Uh, all of our details are on the card. I mean, please check us out on iTunes, uh, Stitcher, Blueberry, anywhere you get your podcasts. Uh, or 
right from our own website. Yeah. Why do I always forget that? I don't know, but why did I just cry to chat the microphone? G33KPOD. You guys have a good day, right? You as well. Thanks. Look at you. You just throw it out there and you reel them right out. Yeah, well, that's, that's what we're here for. It's those chiseled good looks. That's what it is. Uh, I don't know about chiseled. Chiseled? The, the amount of hair on my face? We even discussed You may that. need to chisel that off. Yes. I, I have gotten that's very what beard. else you missed, by the way. What? While you were gone, I had a beard. Seriously, for a week? Yes. And then I got itchy and I had to shave it off. <laughs> really? A week? You call it a beard? Dude, in three days, mine could look like yours. Okay, that's a little bit much, but it's a close approximation. You know, I, I challenge you. Unfortunately, I have to take time off of work to do that because, as we've mentioned, I'm not allowed to get well. You do scruffy. have two days off on the weekend. Mm -hmm. You said three days. Go, go two days. Snap a picture. I want to see this. I can do that. I, I think you are. <laughs> this weekend is. Pardon me. I think you're pumping up your superpowers. Well, that's what I do. That's how I got a wife too. <laughs> Boy, uh, does she still hold that against you? Uh, whenever she left me, yeah. Oh, <laughs> we really need to get sound effects. Uh, yeah, we do. How's that coming? Uh, it's slow, slow. Um, I just want to put it out there. The Watkins has arrived. I noticed someone coming at me from the corner. It is the Watkins. We give you a new nickname, by the way. Uh oh. Hop on in if you'd like. If you got a minute. Yeah, a new nickname. Yes. I'm sure it's one that you probably haven't heard before. Yeah, I haven't added it to the list. <laughs> this one's somewhat favorable. There you go. Yes, we, we decided that we are just going to refer to you from now on as The Watkins. Because it's... What was the full line you used? Because we walked up. We, 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 we arrived before your crew. Oh, by the way, ladies and gentlemen, Jeff Watkins. That helps, doesn't it? When we walked up... There was um, little placards on the tables, and I had your name across three tables. I didn't realize that, but you were, it didn't say Cloud City, it said Jeff Hawkins. I was like, man, it's going to take three tables to hold his awesomeness. Oh, or three tables to hold my ego. <laughs> <laughs> I, see, uh, I see you got a sidekick with you today. My daughter is with me yes. today. Yes. She's on. We got some pop vinyl this year. Nice. Perfect. Yeah, and look at that. What a switch. Yours comes today. Mine had to stay home today. Right? Yeah. Well, if I can hire a 16 year old kid to enjoy the stuff, since it's not. Your 16 year old does at least cool down so. Yeah, we had this talk in the shop the other day, yeah. And, uh, can you imagine that? Having him as your dad. He, he's, he's a DJ. He's a successful businessman. He owns a comic shop. He covered with tattoos. Yeah. Yeah. Sleep up. You think my six-year-old kid is not going to Yeah. Not so much. I went to a DJing a fashion show in downtown Syracuse. My wife was modeling it, and my son's girlfriend was walking on the runway. So um, it was really cool. He like actually walked around, walked that way, and like, let her go, and then took her back. Really gentlanly, really smooth, really appreciated. Then the other night, just laying in bed, tired, and exhausted from the whole weekend. It's just crazy how we see like our kids are cool. When I was a kid, I wanted my dad's cool. Now, now it's the other way, yeah. Yeah, I got, the, I got the coolest question from Madison this morning than I ever had before. I have no idea where it came from. I went and I woke her up to get her ready before I left. And she looks at me and goes, Daddy? Where's your lightsaber? Yes. Yep, and I would just like. Correct answers, yes. yes. <laughs> you know, um, so. Yeah, Star Wars. Make a lot of Star Wars. Fans right now. Yes. I saw that on Facebook. Every, everyone's a Mets fan at this point. I'm excited about Star Wars, though. I cannot wait. I do see that trailer. Oh, I know. It's going to be. Fantastic! I cannot I'm wait. I'm fascinated with the concept of uh, it could be complete garbage, but there's these online theories floating around about Batman v Superman. And how the V isn't actually the first season; it's, it's the fifth Roman numeral, and how um, Joseph Gordon-Levitt's character becomes Joker in the new Suicide Squad movie, and how uh, 
Ben Affleck is in fact not Bruce Wayne. And that Christian Bale might surprise everyone. And there's numerous levels of evidence to support these theories. I kind of hate when things get supported. I saw that too. You're looking puzzled. You have not seen the theory yet? I have not, but I was in the Bahamas for a week, so. I'd rather be ignorant to the theory than have a tan. Yes, I agree. I'll have to link to that. I saw that. I'll have to show that to you. I, it was this long, like, manifesto yeah. the guy wrote. Oh, yeah. There's been little snippets of that you know, going on. They've, they've talked uh, for a while about that being possible. And if you're going to card with actually Russell Gould, and you got Matt McGinn, it's like, maybe some of the chances to card. You get all the interviews as you card. Um, and there was that twist that he was actually Russell Gould the whole time. And the theory is that there's that level of twist guys, that Ben Fletch has been casted as Ben. I'm joking. He's called that and never wants to refer to Bruce Wayne. The budget of the movie seems to support that they're making some good money to find somebody to do it. I don't know if that's Bruce Wayne's cut. He's quiet and quiet. Even even John uh, John Drake, I think is his name, from the uh, from, from Batman Begins, there's a quote on the character. Take the J out from John, and the last two letters of Drake, it's spelled Joke. There's just a lot of evidence to support it. Um, so I've been fascinated with that. Also, distracting myself from Star Wars. If I literally think about what the hell's going on with Star Wars, I, I would go crazy for that. Keep in mind, like I, I did read the Shadowed Empire for it. Yes, it was. Uh, Just finished reading it last yeah, night. Awesome, and the perfect precursor to that. But um, I actually bought a movie theater. I went to I called corporate at Regal, and I bought every seat in a theater for Star Wars for when it comes out. So oh, like Black and White, which is pretty vain. Charlie Sheen. That's pretty rock star. Yeah. Um, I decided what I'm going to do is take my friends and family in my club to go to Star Wars and we can do the movie. We're going to sit down and have a normal private club city screening. It's in the first Star Wars since there's a three hundred guy that looks like hot like if you're gonna do something like that for any uh, in the world, you yeah. do it for Star Wars. Definitely. Sure, Definitely. Right? Yes. I mean, you gotta save your country when it comes to Oh no. no. Yeah. My son's legal name on the birth shipping day is actually actually in. He hates it. Like his, his girlfriend brought up the other day and she's like, How uh you know, like it's like it's dumb story. Nice. That's yeah. I yeah. I'm very excited for the movie. Yeah. yeah. I showed uh, my wife the trailer last night. She likes some genre stuff, but she's never liked Star Wars. Anything I could, I tried. Yeah, divorce her. <laughs> yeah, but you know, we played Left 4 Dead together, and she likes Superman. She's allowed this one thing. But uh, watch the trailer, but just came out, because I was gone, so I missed a lot of that stuff. At the end of it, you know, I, I'm tingling. I'm like, that was amazing. I look at her, and I'm like, she, yeah. anything? She's like, no. Meh. No. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah. Just, I just got married like two months ago and I was seeing it. I mean, she was dead very This is not a part of her life. It really is. But she's been working in my store for. She's working in Cloud City. I mean, that's it's actually our store. And hilariously, like, she made some. Just in a basic stream of consciousness, just talking. She was like, Well, I guess it depends what kind of land you have in your deck and what color you're using. And like, Magic Gallery. And I was like, Whoa. What? Who are you? Right. You are not my wife. This is not real. This is not real life. But, uh, <laughs> that's awesome. <laughs> it's, 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 it's great. It's great to see people and think about how far it's come. Think about how crazy it is to play every It's all genre stuff now. Yes. It's going to be awesome. I'm, I'm jealous. I can't wait. It's such a good time to be. It's a good time to be one of us. Oh, without a doubt. Yes. Like, I think we touch on that a lot, don't we? Yes. Becky Coonan just got known to punish all Saw that last night. How great is that? I'm like, I should rather talk about that. Yeah. This week's, I, that, that's, that's my only real issue I would be best friends with some of the rocks on the rocks. It's like, I learn these things and I can't say anything. I like to say words. I just gotta sit tight and watch out. Oh, so you, you knew about that? I've known about that for years. You know, I, I'm excited that Steve Dillon is doing it. He's, I love the NSD. The NS Dillon run of Punisher, I would say, is as defining as Burn Hammer and X Men, or like another on Daredevil. It's just like some creators were like made for that. 
and like Jim Jim Aparo, for example, like he's Batman. Old Batman is like iconic. I just think Dylan's Punisher is. It's right up. It's spot. And uh, the only Punisher I think that rivals that from the last 20 years, I would say, is I don't know if you guys read the Punisher match by Jason Aaron. I did not. Well, there's the, the, there, there's the one word Punisher match. It was written by Jason Aaron. Um, it was also drawn by Steve Fisher. And it was a 22 issue finite series with its beginning, middle, and end, which is, I think, lacking from comics and storytelling. It's like when you watch that show, you're like, we make up all these theories, so but we're making it up as they went along. Right. Um, but I'm, I'm so like, down for that Punisher match, like the beginning, middle, and end. So, so I, I got to give props to Jason Aaron. I'm having props on everything I do touches. Pretty gold. But the end is dealing wrong with the Punisher. I, I, I can't imagine what's happening. I really can't. I was thinking the only way I could get more excited about Becky uh, and, uh, and then boom, I can't wait to see. She told me a few things I actually can't say about it, but her take on it just seems so like it's not been done. Because I mean, these are characters that are around. You know, Punisher's Casey came around like seventy-two or something like that, or seventy. 72? Between 72 and 74. He's in the 70s, right? Yeah. So this is a character that's got that level of longevity. Like, what hasn't been done? Like, what can we see hasn't been done? But once she's got cooking, I'm like, oh, amazing. Good. And Punisher is a character you can't take too far in any direction. Because for that Forging Research, he was like a demon hunter and an angel. Yeah, from Marvel Knights. Yeah, I like Supernatural and Punisher. I like Mustard and I like Chocolate Cake. Not together, yes. Or or what was it? Uh, Frankencastle? They yeah, did? You know, yeah, I really liked Frankie Castle. Really? And I, I did. Yeah, and people that like who I respect in comics and people that love comics, like love Frankie Castle. Well, you know, I think we, we knew from the beginning that this was going to have a d definite end. Things had to go back. It wasn't like, oh, this is the status quo. We're, like, we were actually able to step back and say, you know, I'm going to enjoy this story for what it is. Because I know it's not going to go on forever. And yeah, it was a little little cheesy in parts. Yeah, but it's something you'll never get to see done with the character again. Or anything even close. They probably wouldn't even be able to do anything remotely that much. And he's, he's kind of, ca I don't want to say he's one dimension, but I mean, you can't really expand on him. He's a tough guy, he lost his family. He's, he's us if we lost our kids. Or who we want. We might not actually cross that line, but, but if, if we lost our family to, to street violence, he is what we want to become. Every, everyone, any man who says otherwise, um, or gone. But that, that being said, like, there's not much you can do with a character like that. When you take him off the center, and he becomes like a demon hunter or a Frankenstein creature. It just, um, it works or it doesn't, depending on what you like, but ultimately it just kind of, there's so much, there's so little you can do with him. I'm fascinated to see what Becky does. I'm, I'm very interested, and I hope you know that you need to add that to my poll list already. Right. So. <laughs> if I can jump in here for just a second, I'm thinking I want to go over because we didn't get a chance to uh, talk to those terms before people started sure. sitting around with us. While we have someone else at the table to call us, I'd love to hang. You got it. Fantastic. Right, just give me a second. Paul and I talk about. Well, we haven't actually, you know, we figured out when we're going to talk or anything. So I wanted to say hi while we didn't yeah. have a crowd of people there. Um, my phone lights up. Just uh, check it. It might be on the show. Okay. Giving instruction on Mike. Okay. <clears throat> so what else you got going on lately? Because I know you know you always have time to just sit and relax. No, no. Um, well, we're moving the store. We're doubling up in size again, which is insane. Because we our eighth anniversary is in April, and we somehow managed to grow eight times our original square footage in under eight years. So that moves coming up. Little little daunting, little intimidating, but. Um, We've kind of outgrown our space, which it's exciting. We, we broke the upstate New York record for a video game tournament three times in a row, so it's um, And I, you know, I got a good team for it. My wife works with me, and she offers the perfect like, woman's touch to the story. Kind of like, like, good design yeah, to yeah. it. Yeah. You know, she it was what was lacking. But uh, my store manager, Josh, man, the guy is like, he just. He's made for it. You, know, oh, yeah. you see some people who are made to be a surgeon. You see some people who are made to be like a race car driver. Josh was like such a credit to his industry. Love you, man. Everything. So between two of us, we're just gonna keep keep on working, expanding, keep, keep on. Good. 
in uh, it's definitely the, the the best store in our area. Without thank a doubt. Thank so. I, you know, I thank you. I, it means a lot. We, we definitely definitely try. And I think we have to move the store. What's up, man? Will you do sixty on that guy from Uh what, What's Josh saying? See, <laughs> we're just talking about it's business. Josh yep. Rockstar. Which one? He said twenty-five years. Uh, um, if Josh says it's cool, it's cool. He's a boss. I'm just trying to stay out of his way, man. <laughs> I, I, I'm cool if he's cool. He's Josh is the boss, man. Ultimately, like, That's, yeah, it's, it's funny. You start a company and then someone like Josh comes along, and then I go to the store and just mess something up, and I'm like, helping. Right. <laughs> but. But you know what? It's good to have someone that you can feel like you're in the way now, because you know he's got it, got it under control. He does, and we've done a lot of conventions together. We always go to this year. Pittsburgh. Yeah. In fact, we just split up. I was at Rainbow Pittsburgh with my son who rolled his eyes all the time. Josh was at uh, ScareCon, which is uh, the 27th summer in like a Chrome area, beautiful New York. And I'm absolutely killed it. And it was a good show. There's a good you know, Adam's approach to David Duchovny. That's awesome. I, didn't, I was an X-Files guy. So I was like, I walked past him and I go, hey, Moody. And, like, he wasn't in the news that's funny. Fan Expo in Toronto was uh, that was a uh, good times. Or? You know, I, I did that show for like ten years. And it was a good time. So, but you can't get your product across the border without risking a lot. So I just went as like a fan. And you know, I love being in the industry. I love my job. I love organizing conventions. I love being a retailer conventions. I haven't actually gone to a comic con, bought a ticket, and I was Joe to con. And at that point, years. So right. I was really looking forward to it. Um, but they oversold the shows by what I'm told, like twenty thousand tickets. Really. Yeah, I was there, so like, my, I, I'm a sports fan, but as if my Tyson, I'm really excited. My Tyson, because if you're my age and I'm 40, so Mike Tyson was like, growing up, there was like Michael Jackson, Mike Jordan, Mike Tyson, like yes. the guys. So, got there early on Friday, and uh, I, I did use my diamond ring to count the free time. So I budget a little bit. Hey, you do what you gotta do. But you know, J. Scott Campbell was there, so like, he can't be Beautiful Star Wars exclusive. And like Ken Lashley, who's one of my like, favorite. Ken Lashley was my favorite artist. Like, Ken Lashley, and if you've ever met Ken, the nicest guy in if there is a comic book like Sainthood, like my man is gonna be He's like, an upper tier. Swing in the gold key. Toronto native too. So I gotta say hi to some friends. Uh, Charles Sewell um, was there and you know, Death of Wolverine last year was the big hit when I was in New York Comic Con, but he did two things this year that I thought were like completely slams. One being uh, the Civil War time, the Civil War was yes. awesome. And uh, issue three kind he goes, I hope you like where this is going. Um, because it's not going where you think it's going. Anyway, actually, issue four and five hit. Issues four and five hit. I was like, wow, amazing. The other thing he did was the Lando series. The Marvels, Marvels don't create the Star Wars stuff. I'm mean, reading the Star Wars Marvel stuff. Excellent. But the Lando five issue main series. Epic. Really? Amazing. You wouldn't think, like, if you were a betting man, you'd look at, like, Vader, Star Wars, Shadow Empire, Princess Leia, all the Vader down that's up coming. You wouldn't think Lando was, like, amazing. Nice. So good. So Charles Sewell, man, I, I'm fine with that guy pretty fanatically at this point. But, um... Saturday rolls around, and you know, I love Toronto, a great city. One of my second homes, I absolutely love it. And um, I end up, uh, I end up in my Tyson's line at 11:30. My kids used to be there at noon. I'm like 40 people deep. You know, next before a boxing club, I'm just like, it's awesome. I'm to like see my Tyson. I'm like, well, I got that far away, 40 people. This is great. Three o'clock in the afternoon. Mike comes out. I'm not as far from what I understand. But at that point, the line is that was deep. And I'm picturing this connection is wicked over soul. And to the right of Mike Tyson, well, to my Tyson's left, the right of the line is Jason Moe. It's called Red Lift from Game of Thrones. DC movies. And to his left is the Adventure Time, most of the Adventure Time characters. And his left, Time, the Spongebob. To the other side, it is Jenna Coleman. 
This should have been really cool. Just turns disappointing because of that. It's disappointing. I mean, everybody's <clears throat> like Gotham, Shield, or Harry Potter. You name it. Like, they were there. It just um, and it was a real Philadelphia. Um, Billy Piper and David Tennant from Doctor Who both were uh, at that show nice. together. What's crazy to me is um, there was a package of that you got your picture with them both. You got an autograph from each of them. Almost 600 bucks. Wow. Right? Guess how many people were in line at any point? I'm sure it was astronomical. Yeah. Do the math. That's, yeah. Crazy. Aid. Yes. Insane. But, uh, someone's totally unfortunate. Yeah. And what was this and where can I sign up? Would you go to Philly and you'd be standing in line for hours? But, um, we have the experience of the World Conventions. It's just crazy to see the lines. People are willing to wait in line for hundreds of dollars. To, and it's not like you're in there like talking to the person before having a conversation. It's like, like okay, smile. It's a Thanks. kettle, yep. yep. Kettle call. Bro. Yep. It's exactly the word I use. Exactly. Insane. And a lot of people are saying that that's what's ruining the kind of experience these days. You know, um, there's a few arguments about what's... I, here's my cat. I don't think it's ruined. I think it's awesome. But I can see what people have issues. The other is uh, comic artists in charge of all of us. Oh, as of late. And, and I get it. You know, some actor who's in the background of Walking Dead for 20 minutes is getting 20 bucks for slasher. And you're, you've been in comics for 30 years. You can join those iconic superheroes and you're trying to do it for free. Sure. I get it. Um, I think it was Humphreys, uh, Chris Humphreys recently, who came out and said, if you're a comic reader and someone wants your autograph, you know, be glad that they want your autograph, they bought your car. And then Neil Adams came in and said, you know what, I, this is my life, this is what I do, it's what I dedicated my life to, and why should some background actor from the commission get substantial amounts of money for their work, and, and we shouldn't. And both have very valid points. Yes. Both, both have very reasonable, valid points. But if you go to a Comic Con right now, and do a ticket, it's going to make you to get to 
for parking, they want to town. Uh, and that's one of them. You're four digits in already. Yeah. For sure. And then they charge it in the it depends. Yeah, depends on the person, depends on where you are, I'm sure, too. Some like Marvel Wolfman will sign something for free, but after that's like five bucks. Jay Scott Campbell, one thing for free, after that's ten bucks. And he should, because I'm going to tell you, people, he used to do free sketches, and they would end up on eBay. I believe it. So I get it. Your friend Ken Lashley. Ken. I saw I saw something about that too. The same idea. You know, people are asking for these these sketches, and then they turn right around, and everything goes right onto eBay. When I've had I've had put Ken Lashley at various events, I had. He actually went to Ashley, by the way. Nice. In the nineties. So he he used to sketch when I had him here. He sketched for one dollar, and then he could watch it. But yeah, people are taking about work and throwing it up online and charging 80, 90 bucks a piece for it. So it's very frustrating. Yeah, definitely understandable. And, and if anyone deserves success and deserves it, it's, it's when I saw at the Fan Express Front, for example, he had put on our Facebook. He's like, sketch covers, pre drawn, brilliant. They were amazing. And he had like, he goes, hope I can sell them all. So I got there on Friday night. The convention started Thursday. And it's Friday. I mean, it's like, it's the second slowest day of the show. And I'm like, hey man, I saw that you had a stuff is like, oh, I'm like, good kidding me? He's like, oh, I'm like, that's insane. So I get it. And I love them coming back to We'll see what you do about it. But it's just insane. They can go through all those and, and get on. Yes. No, people appreciate quality. He's on uh, Kenny X Men coming out. Which has like one of the best hip hop parents. I don't think we've hip hop parents in I've seen some of them. Oh, amazing. Like, if you are like, if you grew up in the 80s and 90s like I did, to see like hip hop covers is like, like the Uncle Nathan one is from the Ghetto Boys. It's like that's great. But some of them are so like innovative. Like Death by Biggie, but it's like Ant Man. Yeah. Even like the Spider Man 299 is a Kanye. That's funny. No, a lot of it's lost on me because I'm your atypical backwoods country boy, um, like as white as white bread can be. So, a lot of them I didn't recognize. <laughs> so. Oh man. <laughs> so uh, yeah, there's only been a couple. Of yeah, I, I I was all over them. They they just there's been like Fuji's. There's like one Eminem guy, but Scarlet Witch number one is like Eminem cover. Oh, is it? See that one I might recognize. <laughs> that might be where I go. There's like, there's like just the perfect. Yeah. Yeah. So I know some people have like the I think it's a cool concept as long as we're not getting the 27 different variants with chromium covers and die cut. And then there's like a theme version of the last month it's the Jack Kirby Monsters. That's right, yeah. And then you've got your uh, 25, 100, that it's in about two tailors at least a lot more. Um, so, I mean, we can start with number one, that's literally got 100 plus. Yeah. I've had a great time just now. Now, how many of them do you have? Do you have them all? Oh, personally, well, whenever someone's in my store and they're like, what's your personal collection like? I'm like, well, they're standing in it. Right, yeah. The only thing I have collected, the only thing I recently collected are these hip hop fans. Like, I'm doing the full set. That's awesome. They're exciting. But um, how many Star Wars throughout the store? I think we've had nearly all the time. We've been doing conventions all over the country. We're able to. So you get that. Yeah, we had a really good comic collection. This guy comes in like a press conference. My long list is down. The best. Or from QVC, the receipt from QVC, and I was like, oh. 
don't have the heart to tell this guy, but yeah. everybody has that. <laughs> yeah. So he goes, how much is it worth? And I was like, what? Well, I'm going through his five hundred boxes. And he goes, so this Devil Superman's worthless? I guess, I guess this is all junk. And he's like, bro, this is Fantastic Four 48. This is Silver Surfer 1. This is nothing. This is This is Avengers number 4. He's like, look, there's one part from when I was a kid. I was like, yeah, exactly. That's the stuff. Yeah, that's what I want. So I picked up that collection. And it was, you know, I had to lose my mind. I came along and get it. That beautiful collection. Get it to New Jersey and all the retailers that have their exclusive stuff are in there and they have easily copies of each one to sketch everything and they're just like looking for some jewelry and I'm like well, I just had this stuff show up over here too and they're, they're like we never get stuff like this and it makes you appreciate stuff from New York and New York because there's a white one in this great old silver age beautiful comics around here when you go to other cities you're like we never see stuff like this it's amazing do you find that uh, the variance increases your sales? Do you find that that money is taken away from something that something else can be? Um, I, my feeling towards variance are that you're, you're on the right track. So most most variants are, are in some ways, which means you have to order like 25 Or what, what's been happening a lot lately is if you order 125% of what you ordered from this one issue six months ago, then you can order this action or you can do this. So we, if you're a comic store, every comic can be stored in the bottom of it. It's not like if it doesn't sell, you can return it. So in order to, to uh, get all these variants to make sure my customer base, we don't use a customer in my store, but um, to make sure that everybody gets what they want, like we, we have to invest a pretty good amount of money to make sure we can get those variants. So I guess that's where it kind of gets tricky. It's not people are like, well, I would have bought this, but I'm going to get a variant. It's just I had a commit to like a thousand bucks worth of orders to put a thousand bucks worth of comics on the shelf and trying to sell out the all. Then it's so it's, it's, it's the way the game is structured on like the Marvel and Diamond thing as opposed to what, what the client is buying, what the store is doing. And by the time it gets to us, it's, I, I, it's not it's not us. It's just it's the way that people run the game. And you never know, you know, J.S. Campbell does a variant and uh, gone at twice sell out. So it's, it's tricky. It really is. But look at look at that the Gwenpool variant of Super Wars. All this stuff jumped up to like 50 bucks. And look at this Scooby Doo team up, number 12, that came out. Like, that's a book I know we sell five of, but because Riley Quinn was on the cover, it's now 34. book. And same with TMNT 44. It's like my subscribers were at X, and I'm supposed to die. And then it was a $25 book. And I'm not going to show up my client base and pull them and sell them. I'm going to make sure people want them to get them at the right price. It's, it's, you know, it, that part of it is definitely when you have to have an action for it. I always joke that you have to be more knowledgeable about comics than like any Wall Street guy is about That being said, I love it. Sorry. So today, isn't, isn't today something special in the comic world, too? <laughs> Yeah, isn't today uh, Halloween Comic Fest? No, like free comic Halloween. day. Is it on Halloween? Yeah. Oh, I thought it was today. Actually, on Halloween. At least that's what it says. I mean, that's how I'm gonna do it. Okay. Well, then I'm a week off. Well, some things never change. Yeah. Thanks. <laughs> I'll tell you, Jeff. Looking at that stuff, I have a feeling when my daughter Lana gets here, we're gonna end up having to buy her a Harley. Oh, this Harley and Deadpool are hot, and I think the fanfare of the Suicide Squad movie is not going to go back down at all. Like that's just Harley's going to And you remember coming up from school to get Batman and Harley Quinn Adventures, like yeah. where Harley Quinn actually came here. And that was just like. I mean, that was gorgeous. That was a good time. I mean, like Tiny Tiny Adventures and Batman. I think we just need to campaign for them to go back and continue the animated series because nothing that they've done has come close. Nothing's I mean, not even a little. 
No, no, I mean, I saw over there. You're still selling toys from that series. Right? They're putting them out. Oh, they're new. They're brand new. Yeah, yeah, I, I know. I know. They're brand new. On Wednesday. Okay, I, I know that they're making these shows because they want to try to get toys in the line and stuff like that. Clearly, that property has the ability to sell stuff. How many years later is it now? That was what? No, early 90s, right? 93? Yeah. 20, 22 years? 20 years. Yeah. I, I mean, what can you say about it? It, it, is, it is in some people's perspective, I would, I would say probably Josh, Josh one of them, that is like the best animated, or that was the best Batman of anything out of movies, out of comics. Like that, that's the definitive Batman is the animated series. I, 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 they have an argument too. It was awesome. It was innovative. It actually won a daytime Emmy. The episode with Mr. Freeze. Heart of Ice. Heart of Ice. Yeah. I mean, at, at that time, that was unheard of. Oh yeah. That yeah, that wasn't. That was absolutely. And for being a quote-unquote kids show at that point, that was a heavy, heavy issue episode. And for our young listeners here, keep in mind this is well before there was a Cartoon Network. This is a decade before there was real superhero movies that were a big deal. I mean, at that time it was like The Shadow. Yep, The Shadow and... Um, Rocketeer. Yes, hey, hey, don't you <laughs> dare talk bad about The Rocketeer. I love that movie to this day still. Alright, so I actually got a keyboard. Alright, yes, yeah, so yeah we're, we're probably keeping you from business. Yeah, I love talking to you guys. I'm neighbors today, so fun. Yes. Did you make? Did you pull strings for that? We had discussed it. No, it just happened. Serendipitous luck of the draw. Look at that. I gotta ask you, Jeff, before we go. You ever run across those big packs of all the doctor doctors? Yes. Yeah. I might have to check that out because I've seen them. Uh, I don't know how much that might be. Sure. Um, we, we get Dr. Who stuff in every week, um, it doesn't always stick around, but it's, a lot of it's centered, what, what they do is they do like all the doctors, oh, yeah. because if everybody had their way, it would be, like, I can sell him 10 to 1 or anybody else, so, hey, even though Tom Baker is a Dr. Who, I, I, for my child. I want Tom again. Wow. But yeah, I, I was looking for one of those sets. Um, I think I saw it around Christmas time. Or whatever, like, just, Christmas is not a time to buy a gift. So that's what I've been doing. That's what I've been doing all this time. Yeah. Who's gonna love me better than me? Right. I'm the only one that knows what I want. So my feeling on holidays is the same thing. No one's gonna do a better job than I am. <laughs> and I appreciate the effort. And I appreciate the try. That's adorable. Oh, I've been doing my whole life. So I have to take care of myself. So I'm gonna do that. <laughs> Oh my god, I think that's the best yeah, way to end the interview there. That's, there is no way that's getting edited out, sir. That's fantastic. <laughs> yes. Hey, that's what this show is all about. You heard some of the things I've said on this microphone? Jeez. Honest to a fault. Alright, I'm gonna I'm gonna jump out and have that. Yes, thanks so much for having me. Alright, Jeff, thanks for stopping in. Listeners, I almost said viewers. Is it a lot less viewers? Uh, no. They would actually have to respond to us to find yeah, out anyway. So. <laughs> Alright. Thank you, the Watkins. We'll see you again soon. Alright. Just check your time here because I'm going to have uh, Lana should be showing up any minute here, so I'm going to hold off on anything else for a second. Um, while I went over there and I talked to Mr. Hurston, first of all, fantastic guy. Sounds like he's just about willing to come over and spend the day with us. Wow, nice. Um, he said that uh, these kind of places aren't really big for a Star Trek kind of thing. You know, it's really comics. And he doesn't expect to be very busy, which I think is unfortunate. Uh, I think he may be wrong on that as well. But but he uh, he said, yeah, he's excited to come over. He's going to talk to us about a lot of things. Um, really nice guy. I mean, I, I got to tell you, okay, and I, I'll, I don't know if I'll reiterate this when he comes over, but, you know, in my mind, this man was, you know, Jeremy Martin, who was, I think, the best point on in Star Trek of all time. But very imposing, very I'm afraid to ask him to do the montage because then he might and I'll get scared. Um, so I go over there and talk to him and wow, what a great down to work nice guy. Um, and he was telling me about some stuff we probably should have talked about on Mike. Uh, he just seemed very enthusiastic. Uh, he's very interested in our microphones. He's working on condo, and I am going to allow him to use my microphone. Ooh. He is very excited. He was asking me about them. He has uh, some versions of uh, that are sure microphones, and I said, I would be honored if you use mine. 
And hello, sir. Hi. How you doing? Good. I've seen you walking back and forth here. I haven't had a chance to say hello. Hello. We are Geek Pop. My name's Hugh. This is Paul. My name is Paul. Oh, I'm Mike. Nice to meet you, Mike. Are you local? Oh, yeah. All right. Well, uh, hopefully you'll uh, take a listen there. We've uh, been, how long have we been doing this now? Over a year. Over a we year. Are, we are a year and change in. We are we are getting visibility. We have a belated birthday. Thank you. <laughs> Thank you. Um, yeah, saw you walking back and forth here. What up? Actually, let me sit down. All right. So you're on mic. Cool. Now, uh, what is your uh, your primary interest here? Yeah, I turned it on. Okay. So your primary interest? Oh, uh, well, I usually come out to support this event one way or the other. Usually I'm a vendor. I'm usually here as part of Fiendish Films, a local uh, movie production company. Well, but, uh, today I'm just here to uh, enjoy the show, support the event, pick up some fun stuff. That's awesome. I would love to uh, hear more about Fiendish Films. Okay. Yeah. Um, Fiendish Films is a production company that I formed about uh, 10 years ago. Uh, we produced an independent film called Victor Juliet's director's cut. It's the story of the mad filmmaker Victor Juliet and the, what he would do to make the, uh, the best independent movie he could, which he calls uh, Vampire Zombies and Lesbians. <laughs> Sounds awesome. Um, yeah, you writing that down? I want to check this out. I mean, we're always looking to make connections with uh, In fact, we were. Uh, I unfortunately could not be there, uh, but uh, Michael Patrick Paul was at the reporting from the premiere of uh, John Gibson's uh, Good Film on Thursday. Thursday night. Yeah, Thursday night. Thursday night. So this is definitely we're trying to. to Make those connections within the local uh, groups as well. That's awesome. Isn't that great? Look at Paul. Look at you. Yeah, you just sit down. Oh, yeah. You know, fingers crossed. There's a lot of stuff going on around here. I know this weekend there's um, some 35 millimeter films playing at the Palace Theater. In fact, just last night they did um, Friday the 13th, the uh, Johnny, the, uh, the Tommy. The Tommy. Tommy versus Jason. Yeah. 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 Uh, um, trilogy. Uh, that was hosted by a good friend of mine, uh, Jeff Meyer, who does 35 millimeter films at the Palace Theater. Great guy. Um, I know he's also doing a Halloween uh, showing. Uh, Ooh, that's Rocky Horror. Yes, thank you. Yes. All right. no. oh, I thought that was just how you. Yeah, always <laughs> processing. That was a numeric uh, memory device there. But yeah, there's a lot of things that go down here in this area. Um, actually, in the greater central New York area. Um, I was just at the CNY Film Fest in Ilion, New York, where a number of local filmmakers were having short films played. We played our two shorts, our, our zombie short condition, and our HP Lovecraft-inspired short statement of Rand Randy Carter, which is our gender-swapping take on the statement of Randolph Carter. Very interesting. Oh, I'll have to... I'll have to get you a copy. Uh, yeah, do, you, uh, do you have contact information? Well, you just look for Fiendish Films on, on Google. You're going to find us. You come up on YouTube, Facebook. Uh, you can follow me on Twitter at Michael Fitzgerald. Just Michael Fitzgerald. Or Michael Hammond, I'm sure. But look for Fiendish Films and you're going to find us. Um, right now, we do have both of those shorts on our YouTube channel, Fiendish Films. We also have our long-running series, The Fiends, which we... Uh, attend various cons and we interview uh, various con goers, whether it's uh, cosplay, horror, filmmakers, what have you. So, um, yeah, I, I hope you get a chance to check it out and hope you get a chance to enjoy it. I think we might be in touch. We will definitely be in touch. You know, we have a couple people lined up to us. Excellent. And, you know, I've known you were here. We'll set some time aside. I don't know. But we would be cool if we contacted you. Yeah, yeah. 
this, this is awesome. Yeah, this is, this is like exactly it. what we hoped would happen today. <laughs> no, I've been coming to uh, comic events in, I've always lived in the area. I've been coming to comic events here for a few years. I've um, had a chance to meet a lot of great people. In fact, I got started on the interview series, The Fiends, because I attended Jeff from Cloud City Comics event ages ago, and I had a chance to meet Andrew Gower, who's the uh, lead in the, the, um, the Fred Drucker film Monster Squad. Oh, yeah. And they're on, uh, had a lot of great opportunities over the years to uh, talk to some great people. Um, had the opportunity to uh, be choked out by Jason himself. Um, Kane Hodder. Kane Hodder. I was here for that show, too. He, oh, he was great. That was a fantastic show. Great. I made one mistake. Um, I hadn't done, done my proper research on him, and I at one point mentioned that uh, his body is a history of the work that he's done over the years to be able to about the time that he burned himself on set. Ooh. Yeah, but... <laughs> Ouch. Yeah. <laughs> he, he, was, he was really good. He was really good nonetheless. So That's good. Really got to enjoy the chance to meet him. Um, attended a lot of cosplay events. And, uh, I enjoyed talking to cosplayer about the craft, what inspires them to portray uh, a particular character, what and making their cosplays. Um, we've also done uh, a short series on the PCP where we do incredibly in-depth reviews of horror films. Almost sometimes the reviews are longer than the actual <laughs> films. Um, what else have we been involved in? Last year we did a documentary about the underground horror scene. Uh, there is an annual event that also takes place at the Palace Theater called the Run by Jason West on Ultra Video, um, Slaughter in Syracuse. I think I've seen that. Yeah, in the last two years, um, the interviews for the documentary with the filmmakers, which is just a hell of a blast. And it's, I think the one thing that I learned most from those, right? These are people who are making extreme films, you know, at the edge of the, the cinema industry. But their sense of community, their sense of family, completely belies the content that goes into their films. Some of the nicest people, some of the people who you just wouldn't expect. You see their films and you just wouldn't expect how nice they are and how much they love one another each other when they're not each other. We're doing other things that we may not be deemed appropriate to repeat on this podcast. Um, and that's oh, you would be surprised. Yeah, oh, no, no, you, you haven't seen... Well, how about, here, I'll give you an example. Uh, one of the films that aired at the last one was called um, Vomit War for Black Mass of the Nazi Sex Wow. We, you know, so until you've seen that, you don't know what the underground's about. <laughs> well, well, I'll tell you this, and I don't even know if you know this about me, Paul. Paul on the computer just did No, something. it's okay. Uh, I had a friend who was in the last two years ago. Now, he founded a copy of something called I have yet to make my way through that entire movie. It's, it's, yeah. And, but oddly enough, even if you look at a film like that, I just, as I said, I just seen this movie. Despite the ugliness that is in the film, there's a lot of beauty in it. He may be an extreme director, but he's also a talented cinematographer. That it's not just about these people putting this content on screen. It's about it's still about storytelling. It's still about cinematography and images and movie quality. Yeah, it's still into these nightmares. I, I can definitely see that. And uh, like I said, I tried to watch it several times. You, you know what it is? I can handle just about any level of whatever you can imagine. It's, I mean, even on TV, if it's like a fear factor. Sometimes I have to leave the room. Don't know why, but it'll actually get me going. And I mean, oh, yeah. that movie just 
And, and I am very proud to say that has been picked up and is being released and is currently available from Unique uh, Yemen, which is a, uh, a company and a message uh, page on Facebook that supports the independent director coming up as they, uh, as they start their career. Stand there. I think we need a lot. Too bad we don't have support systems like that for everybody. Let's just say it, everybody in this room who's creating, you know, whatever media they have. We are the spot. You know, yeah. We are the fans, which is, is fine, but sometimes I think that we need to be a little more. We need, we need a little assistance. Yeah. Something to organize better. Yeah, absolutely. Well, I find it's well, any genre, I mean, whether it's filmmaking, whether it's the uh, talented artists that are here today, it's the fans that are doing things like you're doing in your programs. That's the first Yes, they can't they can do it alone. They can't do enough to get their word out. Uh, there are, but it's people like you who believe in what they're doing to help promote it. And allow them to focus on Thank you. I never thought of it. Like that. I just kind of thought of this as, as fans, you know. Yes. Yeah. yeah. I, I don't really think of it. I want to let you know. Just, uh, because I don't like to be rude. The reason I keep checking my phone is we have another member of our crew that's going to be showing up. Okay. I was not checking Facebook while you were talking. It's okay. <laughs> He's just rude. He's, He's lying. There's nobody else showing up. No, I'm kidding. I totally get it. But yeah, so I want to make sure I'm doing this myself. Well, yeah, that is, uh, this is some pretty awesome stuff. Uh, I think we should uh, go to Facebook and look them up on Facebook. Without a doubt. This is the kind of thing that deserves a more in-depth sit-down. Oh, without a doubt. We'll, we'll definitely schedule yeah, more time. Yeah, I know there's a lot of people in the community that would be interested in doing a guest on the show. Well, there is a lot of talented artists of all types in this area. I would love to see work get out of I think we can probably help with that. I would love to help with that. I'd love to do it with that. Thank you. Thank you for coming over. That's the jacket I want. I want how much? I get offers on it quite frequently, but actually I I actually have to hold on to this because this is going to actually be part of a costume for a character in a future film I'll be filming next year called Killer, K-I-L-L-H-D-R, um, which I'm going to be shooting locally. Um, and maybe when we're ready to do that, uh, we can come back, or maybe even before we can spread word with your, uh, with your audience because we're going to be looking for uh, people who are interested in both acting, who are interested in both crewing, you know, get, getting people that, uh, get their first experience in the that would be very cool. Be yeah. to, uh, you know, Do put something. The word out. Yeah, Definitely. Yeah. We'll put our heads together. We would love to. Fantastic. All right. Mm -hmm. well, it was nice talking to you. Nice talking to you. I hope you're back for you guys. Yeah, very about, soon, probably, I'm sure. Yeah. Yeah. About six hours as soon as we leave. <laughs> uh, <laughs> all right. Thank you very much, ladies and gentlemen. Michael Fitzgerald. It's amazing, fantastic. It? Amazing how you can just pull people in, and they've got such an interesting story to tell. I, I know, you know, and you were worried we would need material. I don't even know. Do we even want to crack open the book? Not even right now. Okay. We uh, uh let's circle back around to John. Okay. So uh, do you want me to go snack now or just say? No. What I want to do is let the audience know that that is upcoming. But not on this episode. You have to tune in for the next episode for that. We're going to wrap this one up for our first one from the show. What are you doing? Isn't it mean? Oh, it is. I am. I am. You're a cool mistress. Ma'am. Yeah. How you guys doing? And it went there already.
What are you been up to? All right. Tune in next time, where I'm hoping we can start the show right off with what he was promising to be a fantastic interview with Mr. JG John Hertzler. John Garman Hertzler. Really? Yes, Garman. Coolest middle name ever. Not spelled like the uh, navigational thing. G A R M A N. Awesome. Yeah. Okay. He just won super cool points. Yeah. Tell me about. But on that note. Make it by me, bitches. This has been a Geek Pod Network production. If you're enjoying us, leave us a five-star review on iTunes and follow us everywhere. On Twitter, at GeekPod, G33KPOD. Like us on Facebook, facebook.com slash geekpod. Want to get in touch with us? Email us at contribute at geekpod.com.